0: Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Welcome to the latest episode of Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm your host, Kevin Gale. This month, we're recognizing some of the most accomplished athletes in Holy Cross history as part of Black History Month. And today, I'm proud to be joined by one of those Holy Cross alums, Colt Bloxson from the women's ice hockey team. Colt finished her four-year Crusader career with 56 goals and 57 assists, and she currently sits top six all time in program history across those categories. When she graduated in 2006, she was clutch. Her 11 game-winning goals were the most in school history. In 2003, Bloxson was named to both the All-ECAC East First Team and the ECAC East All-Rookie Team. The Fitchburg Mass native was also a two-time ECAC All-Academic selection. Since graduating, Colt's been busy. She embarked on a career path in education. She joined Teach for America and worked for more than a decade in the Atlanta public school system. Today, she's the founding leader of Miles Ahead Charter School in Georgia. And without any further ado, here she is. Colt, thanks for joining us and welcome to Seder Stories.
1: Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate it.
0: I've got to start with your Massachusetts roots. Growing up here locally in the state, why was Holy Cross the right fit for you?
1: So when I was a kid, when I was younger, I used to go watch my older brother play hockey for St. John's. At Holy Cross, it was just going to the Heart Center was just part of the ethos of me being a little girl and just how proud I was to watch my big brother play there. And then the opportunity to play there, knowing that my brother played there was just something that warmed my soul.
0: And then with your own hockey career, it almost seemed predetermined there. You fell in love with it early. When did you know that hockey might be your opportunity to play at the collegiate level and and take this new exciting journey with the Crusaders?
1: Uh, that was I. I fell in love with hockey since probably I was three. We lived across from a pond, and we just we would just go skate on that winter day. Just go skate, go play hockey, and like I said, it was just in the ethos of my family. Anything my brother did, I had to do. So it was just it was always like you said, predetermined. And then when you found out, oh yeah, you can go to college and play. I knew, I knew right off the top of the dome what I had to do.
0: Now we don't see a lot of frozen ponds down in Georgia but it's certainly a state <laughs> where we've seen hockey grow over the last couple decades. How involved mm-hmm. are you in the sport today down in Atlanta?
1: That's actually a really good question. Not at all. Um, when the Thrashers left a few years ago, it just kind of was like a mass exodus. Prior to that, I actually played with the Lady Thrashers, and that was super fun. Um, just kind of some pickup games. But that last Thrasher season, it was that was kind of it. And it was super fun. Like, You could see a bunch of hockey fans like actually go because Chelios is playing for them at the time. And so getting a chance to see like Chris Chelios and those lessons, I'd be like, everybody, everybody, do you know what's happening right now? So, but yeah, since then, not, not too, too, too many opportunities.
0: So since you're not playing as much hockey anymore, when you look back on your career at Holy Cross, what's the moment on the ice that fills you with the most pride?
1: Um, the moment on the ice, it fills me with the most part. I I don't know if it's a moment, but it's definitely just the fun and the relationships I had. I think I had the best line mates with Kate and Sarah. They were just, we just had a blast. We had so much fun and I just love playing hockey with just all of those women. They were just so good. And we had such good rapport. The girls who came before me, the girls who came after me, it just... It was just a great time, just a great community to be in. And then, of course, just VB, who's just a legend in his own right. It was just a great, great experience.
0: You took an active role in creating Hate Not Here, an anti-bias initiative to promote responsibility across the campus community. You were also the director of diversity for the Student Government Association. What inspired you to take on those leadership roles?
1: One of the things that I really appreciated about Holy Cross that I didn't think that I would be able to get at other places was truly understand who I was as both a woman, as a black woman, just as a person in general, right? Here I am a hockey player, so I could play hockey. Here I am as an intellectual, so I could do my studies. But I also kind of wanted to explore those other pieces of my identity. And VB and my teammates were awesome in allowing me to do that. And so it's something like Hate Not here. Obviously, discrimination, prejudice, and racism, that, that was not something that was foreign to me. And any way that I could pay that type of work forward to create safe spaces is something that's always been been something I've been driven to do. And I just appreciate the opportunity again at Holy Cross to create that opportunity, that space for my fellow saders, and then just leave that mark. Um, because that was critical work. And I didn't really see too many schools doing it. And I think we were probably, Holy Cross was probably one of the first campuses to do that. Um, and so it was just, it was just a, a perfect moment where a lot of my interests at the time came together. And I was super thankful that I could manage all of those things that were on my plate while at Holy Cross.
0: And at Holy Cross, how do you think the Jesuit education influenced your decisions to go into service to go into education and then, can, and then continue that path after you graduated?
1: I definitely was able to define myself as a servant leader because of the Jesuit Foundation at Holy Cross. I definitely would not have gotten that anywhere else. And I truly believe in servant leadership. Um, it's something that is part of who I am, how I define myself and how I train others to lead.
0: Let's take a short commercial break. When we return, our conversation continues with women's hockey alum, Colt Bloxon, here on Seder Stories. What does it mean to be relentless? It means providing access to great medicine for everyone. UMass Memorial Health, the relentless pursuit of healing. Find the help you're looking for at ummhealth.org.
1: At Wedman's, we've packed our fresh and delicious salads with incredible flavor. Each one is made with our very best ingredients, like fresh greens, imported cheeses, and our signature dressings. We've packed big, delicious flavor into every bite for salads that are endlessly good. At Fuel
0: America, we've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories, We are a destination and we are a starting point because
1: Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission.
0: Run, roll, walk.
1: Massachusetts is getting moving again, and UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick, get moving again. With UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts, Gig appointments available now. Call eight five five UMass MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare, a proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics.
0: Just across Worcester, WPI graduate students are collaborating on solutions to the world's greatest challenges. Their innovations are transforming everyday lives. And our alumni have rewarding careers in robotics and data science to advance manufacturing and business. What will your impact be? Start exploring today at wp.wpi.edu forward slash grad explore. Welcome back to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by former Crusader hockey player Colt Bloxson. Now, Colt, after graduating from Holy Cross, you joined up with Teach for America. How valuable was that experience in the classroom?
1: Oh, I love teaching. I absolutely, absolutely love kids. There's nothing like working with a group of eight-year-olds and the personalities and the fun stories that happen. And what I appreciate about what I appreciate about Teach for America is the opportunity to not just take a commitment and go, but take a commitment and stay. And I've truly been committed to equity in education and creating. Equal opportunities for all children because I truly believe that high quality education is a civil right for all.
0: Absolutely. And during your time in the Atlanta public school system, how did your career passion evolve during that time?
1: Sure. So first it started with, I really enjoy teaching my group of kids. And then the one group of kids turned into a grade level of kids, and then the grade level of kids turned into I want to be an instructional coach, turned into a whole school of kids and teachers. And then after that, I was like, wow, let me write some grants and do some things. So I wrote some grants and did some things for my school and then a group of schools. And then the group of schools became central office. And so now I went to central office for APS, loved it and loved the opportunity to really look at data across a large set of students and teachers and really make some change. And the whole time I was also able to learn from some really effective school leaders um, and really be able to see like, wow, they do this at this school and they do this at this. What if these schools did that together? And I really was able to kind of like Robin Hood, a bunch of really good ideas and strategies on how to lead schools. And I was like, man, if I ever had my own school, I would do this, 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 and this. And then the idea was like, maybe you should have your own school. And I was like, okay, let's do it.
0: And that's a perfect segue. I'd love to learn more about that charter school that you're opening. That's beginning this fall, right?
1: Correct. Miles Ahead Charter School is opening this fall, August 2022, and we are opening up in this community that I live. South Cobb is a part of Georgia that's just west of Atlanta, and we um, we as families just kind of wanted another option for our children. The schools were either merging or closing, and you kind of saw public tuition-free options just dwindling, dwindling, dwindling down, and so A group of friends, parents, other parents, such as myself, and educators just said, you know, we really need a school in the area. And at the end of the day, we were all like, yeah, we should do it. And then someone was like, you should do it. And I was like, I should do it. Let's go ahead and do this. So it was just kind of a perfect moment of all of the needs kind of coming together. And we've been on this path since 2019, working with the state, getting approved, fundraising, all of those great, wonderful things and really bringing And like I said, another tuition free option to our community has been a huge accomplishment for us. And we're just excited to see the positive reactions and enrollments that we're getting.
0: Now on the website for your school, it says that your mission is to provide all students with the social and academic achievements necessary to help them realize their potential for local impact and global change. How much does that resonate with your own experience?
1: It resonates a bunch because when you think about the people you work with, you don't care what they got in their third grade standardized test scores. You probably really don't care what they got in their SAT scores. What you do care about is the fact they're hardworking, they're honest, they have a sense of integrity, and that they know their stuff. And so when we think about truly what it means to be a contributor to society, you've got to know some stuff, but you've got to be a good person. And when you create good people from little people, you have to show them their potential to do amazing things. And that's what we're trying to do at Miles Ahead is to create happy, healthy, whole people who enjoy going to school, who enjoy learning and are proud to say, this is what I can do and this is what I wanna be when I grow up.
0: It's so impressive. You have such a clear vision of the future and and the impact you wanna make. But when we flash forward, let's say 25, 30 years, what's the ultimate goal you're looking to achieve?
1: the ultimate goal in 25 years i hope to be a grandmother i hope my son gives me some babies because he's going to be my only baby so i hope he has lots of babies and then i hope that i'm retired and i can travel from the united states to somewhere with a beach frequently and then i hope that miles ahead is thriving and i hope that we have what i like to call the baby through college pipeline so the ultimate vision for miles ahead i like to call is big mac a nice high school Little Mac and Early Learning Center and Middle Mac, which is our flagship K-8 through school. So I do envision creating that nice pipeline of birth through 12 education for the community in which I live.
0: That's incredible. And finally, I have to bring it back to Holy Cross. What advice would you give to any current Crusader student athlete getting set for their own career journey?
1: Take advantage of all the opportunities that holy cross has for you don't be afraid if there's a conflict don't be afraid if you're like well i've got to do this i gotta do." do it now do it now while you're in school take advantage of that semester abroad go on that trip study that extra language they give you the the keys to the kingdom at holy cross and that has been a huge benefit to me and it will be to you in your future cold
0: blocks and thanks so much for joining us on seder stories during your wedding week, we're one day out. I can't even believe you made this kind of time for us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, doing the podcast was not on my 2022 bingo card, but I'm so excited that you guys asked me to do this. I couldn't, couldn't have asked for a better opportunity to share my love for Holy Cross and my appreciation for you guys. Thank you.
0: Well, we wish you both the very best. Safe wishes to your family as well. And, and we can't wait to see all the other amazing things ahead that, that you all accomplish.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Have a great one.
0: Take care. We hope you all enjoyed this episode of Seder Stories. Make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave us a five-star review. Those reviews are some of the best ways for others in the Holy Cross community to discover our show. Thanks again for joining us here on Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go! Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!